I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Krista where she is going to share how to take your 9 to 5 on the road and become a digital nomad. Hey Krista, how are you? Hey Debbie, great, thanks for having me. Before we get to your tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? I live an offbeat life because I am a full-time traveler with a full-time job. So I've been working remotely nine to five for the past four years. I think I've been to 55 countries already, projected to hit 60 by my next birthday, and also lived abroad for a couple of years before that. So really, I've been living in the world as a traveler for almost six full years. Krista has a really interesting and unique story because most of the time, the people that I speak to are freelancers or entrepreneurs, and they don't have a set job, a set nine to five that they are able to take on the road. So you're very unique in that sense, Krista. How are you able to do that? How are you able to take your nine to five and actually travel the world while you're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an awesome situation. I'm super lucky, but not so lucky that other people can't do this too. And that's really the main message of of this extended interview. So, for anybody who's listening, you got to know that like, yeah, it's kind of unique, but it's not special. Okay. So, how am I able to do this? Basically, technology, it's amazing. There's so many tools that are available to us now and more and more come out every single year. I've seen it grow and develop. But yeah, there's like so many different great apps that me and my my colleagues use to stay in touch, to communicate super regularly all day, every day. Yeah, luckily in 2019, all around the world, there's great Wi-Fi, many places, almost everywhere that you go. I just open my laptop when it's 9am on the East Coast, which is where my, my company's based. So if I'm in Colorado, then I have to open it at 7 in the morning. And if I'm in South Africa, I have to open my laptop at 4 p.m. And I just work that eight-hour day, just as if I were at home in the, in the headquarters. <laughs> well, as long as you have internet, you're good to go. Exactly. A lot of people have this misconception that you need to have unique and special talents in order to dive into this lifestyle. How can you actually take your existing skills or even your existing job and become a remote worker? So I would like everyone who's listening to know that there are so many job boards out there that are just specifically for remote jobs. And I'm not saying that because like, whatever job you're doing now in an office, you have to go get a new job. You actually don't. The, the point, the reason why I'm saying that is just that this remote work thing, like where companies are allowing their employees to go remote is not uncommon. And it's only becoming more and more common and more and more jobs are suitable for it. I actually think there's fewer jobs that I can think of that can't be remote. Like for example, a surgeon maybe for now, like you should probably be physically in the operating room. But even that, do you know what I mean? Like even that is kind of making 
moves to be more digitized. So maybe I think the best there's like robotics now there that are. can do that. Yeah, totally. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I think like a lot of people think that there's only specific jobs. Like there's the obvious ones. I do marketing. So that's a pretty obvious one. I don't know, a designer or a web developer. Like those are all kind of the, the obvious things that I think people think you have to be one of those things to be remote. But it's just so not true. Um, there's there's just tons of stuff that you can do. I know a bunch of people who do real estate remotely. They might have to pop back into their hometown or whatever, like yeah. every once in a while. But if they want to go schedule their meetings so that they have three weeks off, they can maintain their their work while while they're away. I know someone else who's an interior designer who does that. Yeah. The the point is, there's just you got to think outside the box a little bit about how you can take your job remote. But I, I promise you, there's a way that you can transfer your skills either with the job that you already have. And all it takes is just a conversation an effective conversation with your boss. Or you can look on one of these many job boards and find something new that's relevant to your to your skill set. Do you have any tips on how someone can actually approach their boss and ask them if they can work remotely? Yeah, so there are a few ways. The easiest way is to have someone else do it for you. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and um, I, I know that I've never done a remote year program, but I, I know that that's actually a service that they offer which I think is super cool. They like basically, you know, sort of offer to sort of stand in as, as your counsel and give you all the details and everything. But if you don't want to go into a remote year program, then I think the best thing that you can do is to be so prepared, so prepared for this conversation that your boss's head's going to spin, that you have like all the stats all the all the benefits for them ready to go in a beautiful presentation that's super catered towards your specific role and to what your boss is looking for. So this is actually I think a takeaway message for for all remote work like if you're applying for a new job or if you're asking your boss to go remote either way as the person that you have an objective, you have a thing you want to get, you have this coveted goal which is to have a free lifestyle and an income the best thing that you can do to achieve that is to be empathetic to the person that is hiring you or that you're working for and by that i mean those people what are they going to get out of this situation they don't care that you want to travel the world <laughs> and that's like not not a super fun happy thing to say but it's true like they have a bottom line. They're a business owner. They need to make money. They're paying you and they expect their payment towards you to give them a return so that they can make more money. So that's the thing you got to keep in mind. How is you going abroad? How is you traveling the world while working for them going to make them more money? Yeah. So with that, like the the best piece of advice I can give is just don't talk ever really about why you want to go travel the world. Because again, it's just not relevant to the conversation. What's relevant to the conversation is what tools are you going to use that are going to help you be even more effective with communicating? You know, how does this line up with your, with the company's mission statement? How is this maybe going to help your company be included in the list of 
you know, like front runner companies that are um, adopting this, this cool new work style. So yeah, I would say that's, that's the main thing. That is a really good advice to give Krista, because I think it's really scary when we first think about it. But then if you prepare yourself and you have all of the information and detail, then it's not as scary anymore because you are prepared and you have all of the different things, the different details that they will be asking you in the long run. I think that's the scariest thing is not knowing the answer to their question. So make sure you definitely prepare yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You kind of want to approach it like a lawyer, you know, like when you're in court, and you're, you get like one hour to basically present your case and nail it and get the judge to say, yeah, of course, like, or, you know, or the, or the jury to say, this decision is unanimous. Like, of course, of course, this is the right thing to do. You need to be really freaking prepared to do that. But if you're prepared enough, then uh, your chances are, are, are way, way higher. Yeah. And, and, and you can do it. <laughs> what we're yeah. saying. You can do it. Like there's, there's ways you can be prepared. There's tons of stats. Again, like I can, I can send you all this stuff. So I think at the end of the interview, I'll, I'll drop my, my Insta name, but reach out and, and I'll send you all my, all my resources. Now, what about when your current job, there's just no way that you can go remote? How do you look for a new one and how do you create a resume that will allow you to land that remote job? So I guess it depends on what the job is, right? Like, again, I think that most jobs can be remote, but if it's like your company culture or something and they're saying no, to first really consider why they're saying no and don't just, don't just leave it at because they're dinosaurs, like really, really think about it. This is again goes back to the the preparation tip. Like, the more you understand about the employer's perspective, the more effective you're going to be in your job search and in your resume and in your cover letter. So again, like, use your empathetic skills to really understand, you know, what what they're looking for, and then craft your resume to match it. So if like communication is a pillar of, you know, or like a key skill to have in the job that you're applying for, and the job is remote, try to work in ways to talk about how you're an effective communicator while being in a different spot. Like that, yeah, like maybe drop that you use this tool called Slack. I don't know that you're that you're excellent on the phone or that you prefer talking on the phone, kind of things like that. And this is just a, this is just a tip for anybody applying for any job at all is like look through the the job description and extract keywords from that job description and use it in your resume and cover letter just so that there's like a great synergy between the job you're applying for and who you are it's just going to make them initial like oh this person clearly is right for the job moment be so much stronger that is a really good tip because then, you know, they'll know that you will both align with each other. Yes. Thank you so much, Krista, for these amazing tips that you gave us. And hopefully we are able to help a few people take their job or get a new one to be remote. So yeah. if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? You guys should find me on Instagram. My handle is Krista Bella Travels and it's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-A-B-E-L-L-A Travels. So please reach out. I respond to all my DMs. 
Perfect. Thank you so much, Krista, for being here today. I really appreciate all of the knowledge that you gave us. Thanks, Sevi. It was fun. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Krista. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's able to telecommute to her nine to five as an online marketing strategist. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.